I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, hello and welcome to Bratton Place Flea Circus. I'm Cliff. (laughs) Well, hello. (laughs) I'm Brett. (laughs) Well, hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm all right. Uh, Auditioning yeah, for a carry-on for a while. Carry-on film, probably some film where I'm like a, an Asian. I was good-looking in me youth, but now mm-hmm. I'm like, and now I'm 70 or something. But there's yeah. a young, young lass, I know she's, she's come around to do me shopping and all of that, and she just puts a spark back in it. Nothing. Nothing naughty happens because that would not be right. But well, she just what? puts a little spark back in my eye. You know what I mean? That's so right, that's, I see. that's the part I'm going for. I was kind of visualizing you as that. You remember that bloke off the the fast show who used to go me in the school <laughs> dormitory <laughs> with my reputation. The thirteenth Duke of Wimbledon with my reputation. Yeah, that's who I thought you were, Clint. Oh well, well I'll nice be to see well. you anyway. Yeah, uh, yes. All right. I'm in a new position. I was telling you before, but then you you, you oh. just interrupted us. Um, Did I? Sorry. But I've got a new. You know, I've been perched on the swinging chair, just carrying the microphone for a couple of months. Uh, yeah, because we destroyed the furniture out here. Uh, mm-hmm. I've uh, well, I've invested in a very small table. Uh, nice. And and um, and this is a new arm for the microphone because the last one broke. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm firing on all cylinders from a tech point of view. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Is table uh, tech. My wife has, uh, has purchased a uh-huh. rocking chair, which I'm got a rocking chair. I'm perched on at okay. the moment. Look, Anthony Perkins. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, yeah, it's like a psycho, isn't it? You know what I mean? So I'll I'll get in that clothes in that. <laughs> Of course, did you, she was like, "You're always in me clothes, but I might as well buy you that rocking chair." Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're always. I mean, angling. Yeah, subtle hints. Wearing an old woman's clothes all the time. Oh, all right, right, I'll, I'll buy I'll, the I'll, chair. I'll do it. <laughs> um, I'll do Brett, it. Absolutely. Well, have you been watching mm. this True Detective? Hey, no, that I've I've seen. I think the first two series were watched. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean? I me never and you? went off it. You what? You mean me and you? No, me and you. Me uh-huh. and you watched it. We're together. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. No, I mean me and the wife. Of course. All right. Okay. Yeah. The purchase of chairs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <the visual. laughs> 
Um, uh-huh. Well, I didn't. But, I watched yeah. the first one, which was obviously yeah. everybody loved it, and it was. Is that the Matthew good. McConaughey one? McConaughey and Woody, Woody Harrelson. Did yes. it t- turns out that, they were related that after that? I can't remember what happens. No, but in real life, I think like this turns out that they're half brothers or something. I'm strange. Really? Yeah. That sounds yeah. like you made that up. But no, yeah, no, Um, but then the second one had Vince Vaughn in, so didn't watch it. I think I watched <laughs> that one as well, but I didn't watch the third one. Well, um, the second one got panned, absolutely panned. The third mm-hmm. one has got Maharasha Alien, who's I like him, but I it was just off me radar because the second one was meant to be so bad and I really can't stand yeah. it for one, so I didn't watch it. But I read rave reviews of this one. It's a new showrunner, a new director, mm-hmm. a lady director. I think that's the official term. Um, uh-huh. A directress. Directress. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think that's it. I'll, yeah. I'll go with that. <laughs> um, and Jodie Foster's in it. And it's set yeah. in uh, Antarctica and like Nebraska or whatever. Well, so what's that place called? Alaska, Alaska, yeah, Nebraska, Alaska. Alaska. Antarctica. <laughs> it's, so is it like the thing? Yes, a group of scientists have got in a research center have gone with pre- oh, presumed right. hideously oh, well. killed. Um, so oh, it's mate, a bit like the now. thing. It's a bit like the thing. It's a bit David Lynchy, I think, in some of the strange goings on because it's all like eerie. But mm-hmm. there's obviously people like, well, because it's all Eskimos and that, and they're like, oh, well, you know the. The spirit Eskimos in that. It is. It really Eskimos in that. In igloos, uh, not in igloos, but in the in the in the township. Um, have the Eskimos so, like grown out of the igloo thing? Have they like moved in? I don't there? They've grown out oh. of them. <laughs> they're just they're just a normal town. They haven't like hasn't evolved grown into out giants. That kind of behaviour hasn't grown out of them. <laughs> no. They're still up to it, are they? They're still getting up to they're it. The Eskimos. Give, give them half a chance. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, backstand. So it's good. It's I I I watched the first three episodes or four. Uh, it's really really good. I think you will like it. I oh, will watch it. That's my recommendation for this week. I haven't really watched good. out else other than that. No, I haven't either. A couple of uh, things on Channel Four we've been watching. The wonderful Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody, obviously. Which uh, I, don't I haven't watched watch it for a yet. while. I've watched it, but I haven't watched it for a while. I, it's cracking. It's brilliant. It, it's it's fantastic. I think the last one that was on was horrific. Oh. It was absolutely horrific. Uh, I told all the people at work to watch it and, and stuff. But yeah, it was it was quite shocking, the, the last actual episode that was on. Ugh. Give that one a watch if you want. Uh, and we've been watching Sounds one about um, the police, where they're investigating their own officers and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the grass department. That's, it's not as good as 24 hours in police custody, though. Is it real? No way. It's real, yeah. I, uh-huh. Okay. And that's on Channel 4 as well. So that's what we've been watching. Nothing else. I right, bought a big, you. massive... I'll show you, because it's over my shoulder. I bought a big, massive Hammer horror box set thing. Another one? How many... Surely you don't <laughs> need another one. <laughs> I needed another one, so I've got that. So I'm working through that. And there was a, a wonderful film in called Prehistoric Women. Well, I think I've amazing. got that on the books. I've saved. I've saved all the Hammer ones in case you ever wanted to watch them. I think okay. I've seen that. I think that's on there. I'll have a look. Uh, I, I like the sound of it. Fantastic. I like the sound of it because one of two things, or both of them, will be happening. In that one yeah. giant women. Two. <laughs> Women 
in little fur kind of out bikini outfits or a giant yeah, woman in a tiny in a tiny fur <laughs> outfit in which case that would be the ultimate for me well uh, it's you're pretty much there you're pretty okay. much there there's uh, are they in the modern world no they're not it's a kind of time traveling sort of thing and the the prehistoric women that have black hair enslave the ones that have blonde hair and what do they make them go up to but they would just make them do all kinds of stuff. Oh, all, all kinds you know, of like stuff? like the dishes like... and that, oh, you know, oh. the heavy lifting, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Okay. But it, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Who's anyway. in it? Um, What's the name of the, the, the woman in it? Um, There's no, like, Peter Cushion or Christopher Lee or anything that like that, but there's, there's okay. a girl in it who's in a couple of horror, Hammer horror films, and she's, she's in one, which is Jekyll and Hyde. And, but instead of like, you know, Doctor Jekyll turned into the monster, he turns into a woman instead, and it's the same woman that plays this. So that's like okay. a gender swap, Jekyll and Hyde thing. Okay. I think her name's Martine Beswick. That's I like it. I like it. Yes, you like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. It is very. All good. right, I'll see if I've got it because I do like the sound of that. And that's oh, what yes. you've been up to, is it? What about that's football? What you involved in that? Football. I've just been watching this. No, I've just been watching the Sunderland matches. I'm, I'm, I've gone off football, unless it's watching my team. Really, I'm yeah, just I think that happens a bit more. I do. I've probably got back into it a bit more the last year, maybe because I don't know. I think because we play football with people who support all different teams, so there's always yeah. somebody talking about a game. So I tend to watch a bit uh-huh. more. I've told you before, mm-hmm. we, uh, we met. Uh, Who's a Blackburn supporter? That that club yeah. has still stolen our thunder of balmy championship football club decisions. I don't know if you've seen what's going on there. It's I haven't. It's, it's still the Venkies. The Venkies, um, but they haven't been to Ewood Park or England since 2013. <laughs> after that, no. After the the boasted that they were going to sign Ronaldinho and that. Yeah, John Dal Thomas they got, was the they manager. Went missing after that. John Dal Thomas is the manager, but may well not be the manager by the time we finish this podcast. Because why? What's been going on, Cliff? It's similar to Mowbray's. Like, well, what the fuck? Like, they've they've basically gone from sixth in the league to then eighteenth or nineteenth. They haven't won in eleven games or something. And uh-huh. John Dal Thomas is like, well, yeah, because they won't sign any. They won't spend any money. They won't sign any players. They sold that guy at Crystal Palace, an eighteen-year-old, for twenty-five million. And uh, didn't replace right. him. I think they sold their striker, Sam Gallagher, to Ipswich as well, which will help them in their promotion push. So uh, Barrett and Diaz, he went in the summer, didn't he? Yeah, but he's a funny one because I watched him play a lot. And like when he's on his game, he's he's great. He scored the other day for, did he play for Sheffield United? Because, I thought it was Villarreal or something. He's, yeah, he but he's Spain. A, yeah, but he's, on, he's a Sheffield United on loan. Oh, has he gone to Sheffield United? That, <laughs> yeah. that was so I'm going to say that hasn't really worked out for him that move. <laughs> you would think not. You'd think not. Um, <laughs> I remember so, he, he didn't have the Diaz bit. No, no, he just Ben Burton from Rotherham. He just added that on, didn't he? <laughs> for a laugh. Because yeah. he was I mean, getting picked by, it was it Peru like, or something? He's Chilean, yeah. He's granddad Chile, was Chilean. Chile. Uh, right, I think okay. it's Chilean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it might be. Anyway, yeah, so... They haven't signed anyone. John Dahl Thomason just keeps saying, well, the the owners, 
don't ask me about any of this shit. They don't know what they don't put any money in. They don't know what they're doing. So a press conference, it was either before last weekend's game or after they, they didn't allow him to do the press conference. <laughs> the Venkies did. Yeah, whoever's did in charge. Said, no, Mr. Thomason, you're not allowed. <laughs> you're not allowed. Did they, did they have like a giant chicken in his place? <laughs> yeah. They should have done, in shouldn't a, they? In a tin. I think that's what they in do. In a tin. Tinned <laughs> chicken. Is that what the Venkies sell? Tinned chicken. I don't know. That might like be that might get us in trouble more than whatever we're saying about the football team. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't imagine why. Sued by the Venkies. Sued by the Venkies. That would be good to have on the description of the podcast, though, wouldn't it? It would, um, wouldn't it? To uh, pay for a, a new left back. So then what happened? There's something else silly happened as well. Also, the they called four random players in to come and meet uh, four random supporters, I should say, to come and meet mm-hmm. the this chief executive and like three or four of the players and then release the CCTV footage of the meeting. <laughs> like, but just random, <laughs> like, they, like they would just ring you and say, we know there's some people are concerned. So will you come in and listen to the players tell you that everything's all right? And like, it's just the players. And we'll, like, going, and we'll record you without your knowledge. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> really strange. <laughs> <laughs> It does sound a lot like Sullivan, doesn't it? it We'll get to see. We'll get to see a little bit more of that with a Sullivan to lie diving. That's starting again in a couple of days' time. Yeah, it's coming on. It's the it just covers the playoffs last year, right? I think. Oh, the year we went. Yeah, I think so. The year year. we went up. The year we got promoted. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Still be quite Sullivan, isn't it? Because really, Michael Beale's done nothing different to Mowbray, but all of a sudden, it's just. It's really shit. <laughs> well, I, th- I think you got it right. You should have just stopped where you said that. Really, Michael Beale has done nothing. Well, and no, then just left like, it at that. I think. I don't know what he's supposed saying, to be oh, well, there to improve, isn't he? And he hasn't, has he? Well, no, he's supposed the, to be an improvement on the players. On Mowbray, and he, he the players not. look like they don't know what they're meant to be doing. The amount of times I've seen somebody just pass the ball out of play, like. <laughs> It's happened about five times a game. They're just like, yeah, I, don't I know that, that's that like new... a concentration in it. Uh, yeah, that's well, what that is. it's yeah, it's like not concentrating on what you're meant to be doing and just like, oh, I'll just hit it over here. Then, uh, mm-hmm. there was one on the weekend, and we were chatting after that game on Sunday with Middlesbrough or during it. The, that uh, new Norwegian lad, everybody said he was great. I thought he was absolutely terrible. <laughs> he, I thought he was shocking. Well, there was one I thought... where he. I thought people were watching a different game. It's like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, the it club are putting on a great debut and all this kind of thing. I thought awful. he was terrible. There was one bit where <laughs> he, hit, he hit a pass cross field from left back to right back. It went, it almost went out of the stadium. He fucking absolutely fired <laughs> it's, it. <laughs> it's that thing where they try to like control the narrative type thing, isn't it? You know, that's yeah. what football clubs are trying to do now. And Sullivan, especially, I think. Yeah. But they're yeah, trying yeah. to convince people that everything's yeah. great. Yeah, oh, that's, it's, it's that's not. entirely it, yeah. Yeah. Entirely exactly. that. And that, so I think you're right. They were saying, like, what a great debut. And everyone's going, oh, good to see another young, like, and I was like, oh, no, he was really he, bad. He was, he was really, really he was. bad. He was terrible. <laughs> anyway. He really was terrible. Got, but the thing is, we keep, like, getting a result. Maybe not, we're not winning every game. But, you know, we come back to draw that. And we probably could have won it, but I don't think either team really deserved to win. So Beal yeah. 
I, I think Beal should have been sacked after about three games, but I think he'll keep his job because the club obviously want him there. They don't want to sack him. They've gone out their way to hire him, right? So they're not doing a... Well, that's sack admitting him. failure after sack him, isn't it? And that's another thing that they, they won't do, I think. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. So we had we had time yes. because we are still seventh or something, but it just seems like it's yeah. all gone to shit. Anyway, it's certainly not the fleet sort of thrown thrown um, football that we we saw when we're, you know at our best under Mowbray. I think you know, I've not seen anything like that. Definitely so. not. But the, as I also quite like how they were saying that. Our goal was a howler from the Middlesbrough keeper. I mean, it wasn't great goalkeeper, but I wouldn't say it was a howler. Like it was a bounced. spinny volley, wasn't it? Was it pretty it difficult? Was a, I think it was. A, I think where it bounced, it was incredibly unlucky for the keeper. But they were like, right. he was getting absolutely slated. Should have been slated for his hair and his beard because he looked like a fucking tramp. <laughs> it did look a little bit like the Hill Survives, didn't it? From, from <laughs> it Middlesbrough, wasn't that key, <laughs> like. The club have uh, have rented out loads of flats next to the toxic waste. But the players is spewed out of Middlesbrough. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Half of them look like they were burned or something. Well, Oddity, I did but not enjoy. Very badly burned. Didn't not didn't enjoy the appearance of their players at all. Like apart from <laughs> there's one that Hayden Hackney who played in midfield he he was quite a handsome chap but everybody else looked weird as yeah, fuck <laughs> it was it was like the hell survives it really was <laughs> anyway we're not here to keep talking about football we're here to talk no. about the 1991 sitcom The British Empire starring Chris Barry of Red Dwarf fame yes and you picked this one a bit out of left field when it, when you sent us it I was like uh, ooh he's picked that has he did you watch it when it was on I, I, it was one of those things, I think, that I would watch if it was on the telly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I wouldn't go out my way to watch it, I don't think. Um, but, yeah, I remember watching it as a kid um, and oh, watching yeah. it sort of, you know, this time brought back a couple of memories. I'd completely forgot about the janitor stroke personal trainer or whatever <laughs> he is, <I> think, <laughs> who's, who also is seemingly from Middlesbrough. <laughs> Looking yeah. at the state of him. <laughs> Sorry if there's anybody listening from Middlesbrough. <laughs> He's got uh, weeping sores all over, hasn't he? <laughs> he certainly has, yes. <laughs> and he's got like bandages on his hands and all that kind of stuff, hasn't he? That's one of the Strange best lines, old isn't character. It? <laughs> <laughs> he's from the northeast, isn't he? Or at least I, he's I checked him out. The, the character is he's from Bradford, but it's a good accent that is he does. For, uh, it is. Um, so, yeah, did, so have you got a synopsis? I've got, yeah, I've got a very short one for you, which okay. I haven't done myself, but there you go. So, yeah, we're talking about the British Empire. Gordon Brittas is the manager of Whitby Newtown Leisure Centre. Despite his good intentions, everything seems to go wrong when he's around, despite mm-hmm. the best efforts of the centre staff and his long-suffering wife, Helen. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a lie, the last bit. I don't think his, his wife could give two hoots about him. Hello, and she's on the on the wine from uh, eight AM. So she I'm not is. Sure she's in she's on the gin. I thought it was the gin. Could have oh, been the wine. Was wine. I think it was wine at first. Maybe the graduated was edition. Um, but uh, he's, she's been forced to it, hasn't she? By Mister Britus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the premise is he's a kind of uptight, officious, jobsworth 
uh, fella who's got a job as a manager of a new leisure centre. So that for some reason, uh-huh. he's the last person to join. <laughs> Even <laughs> if anything, it's it's more like an updated version of Forty Towers or something, isn't it? It is. I think they've got they've gone with that kind of uh, that fairly similar concept of a fella yeah. that thinks he's in the right all the time, but everybody thinks mm-hmm. he's annoying. Chaos happening all around him, and he doesn't realize it's down to him. He thinks it's yeah, everybody else. I think it's a bit more surreal than. Certainly, faulty towers. Well, there's one bit in it that I couldn't remember it being that kind of thing. Um, yeah, the fellow with the table tennis, uh, stuff. Oh, yeah, (laughs) well, that's I mean, it'll just go like off on tangents, won't it? Mm. And that's a perfect example. The end of this particular episode, (laughs) yeah, the bloke throws a sharpened bat at Mr. (laughs) Brennus. Dressed as a ninja from the from ninja. the ceiling of a leisure center sports hall. <laughs> yeah, my favorite bit where on that was where he was you could see him in the background just climbing up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it so was this, this is uh, Chris Barry. It's a vehicle for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Red Dwarf would still have been running at this point, and he's uh, Rimmer in Red Dwarf, which is hugely mm-hmm. popular. Kind of cult comedy, but it's very, very popular with a lot of people, but not ma- yeah. massively mainstream. And this was a vehicle for him, which is a bit more mainstream. BBC One, like eight thirty kind of slot, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And he was pretty big at this point, but he, I, I, he hasn't really done much else. I think he's in some pop videos and Spice World and yeah. things like that. I think. Um, I think the last time that I saw him in anything was he was in the Tomb Raider films, wasn't he? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he played like the butler or something like that, mm-hmm. didn't he? Mm-hmm. So I think that was the last time that I saw him. But yeah, I mean, he he was pretty big. I mean, Red Dwarf. Did you watch Red Dwarf? Yeah, because my dad really liked it. It was a Friday night thing, and it was yeah. one of those where my mom used to go at the bingo on a Friday night, and my dad. Mm-hmm. And me would go and pick her up. Oh, Daniel was maybe like we'd have to take. Maybe it was when I was small. No, at this point, there would, there would be Cheers and Red Dwarf. And I think after one of them, we'd go and pick my mom up. Uh, and yeah, so we used to watch Red Dwarf. I I suppose I liked it when I was a kid because it was spaceships and there were it yeah. was quite surreal. Uh, but probably. I probably didn't get like the jokes and stuff in it. I probably just thought it was pretty cool because they're in a spaceship and there was a cat and a yeah. all of this kind of hologram. Because when you're a kid, you love holograms, don't you? Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody loves a hologram, don't they? There was all the, the smegs and all that kind of stuff. Wasn't yeah, it, yeah. That? so that was good. A but robot. yeah, it's quite. I mean, it's got like you said there. It's definitely got a cult following. Red Dwarf, hasn't it? People mm. love it, don't they? I think I mean, so much that they brought it. back on. It recently, it was on Dave, wasn't it? Dave, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I so, never watched that, but it can't be any good. Can it? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It might, it might be. You never know. So, so, yeah, so Chris Barry is one of the stars of that, and this is his more like mainstream show. And it must have been popular at the time. It came back again years later. If I look, it says it's on 91 to 97, but there's only 50 yeah. episodes. I feel like uh-huh. if you look at IMDb or whatever. In '97, there was different writers and different directors and stuff. That's so I presume it. there was it. like a six-episode run or something. Years later, well, 
in reading it, what happened? Because the, the two creators, one's called Richard Fagan and one's called Andrew Norris, who mm-hmm. also created the uh, children's <laughs> TV program. Oof. Which well, I thought Remember was that? hilarious. I didn't know that until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oof. which is insane because you couldn't get you couldn't get any different, really, could you? you there you go. What was Rupert about again, Brett? <laughs> it was just about a dog, wasn't it? It was, was it just not about like... a boy who turned into a dog. Was it about a boy to turn into a dog? Well, it's also about a dog. <laughs> it could have been. I, I can't really remember. I just thought it was about a dog. I never really watched Wolf, to be I'll honest, but because I'm not, not like you on dogs, so I didn't watch it. Well, there you go. <laughs> just watch a little Would terrier you know you run around. Dog? Nah. <laughs> well, isn't it Yorkshire Terrier? It was a nice little fluffy thing. Isn't it? Uh, there you go. Anyway, anyway. they created that. But uh, yeah, so I was surprised at that. But what, what I, I was reading was the killed. Brit us off in like season five or something like that. Okay. And then the kind of the resurrected them again when the, the, there was a new series, but the writers left obviously and went, This is just stupid. Don't do that. So they just pretended so, that hadn't happened. Basically. And also at the end, the, the, the last series, the last ever one, they've done the old Dallas thing where they've just gone, The whole thing was a dream. A dream? How, why would it yeah. be a dream? It's like everything that's has happened in in series one or seven or whatever it is, is just in Britas's mind as he's driving to the interview to get the job. It's just a dream. Yeah, it's a dream, dream that loads of terrible mishaps going on. Exactly what, <laughs> what a terrible dream, a, a rather lengthy, terrible dream <laughs> yeah, he as well. Was, uh, he was he's dreamt drive, for six years, driving a long way for the job interview. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, you know what? That's this job, weak. I've got a feeling this job is going to be shit. So, thank you very much for your time. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, it's just weak, weak as piss. That in it, you know what I mean? That's, that's so just poor right. Kind of classic sitcom. So, it's a, the town's called Whitby Newham or Whitby Newton or something like that. Yeah, Whit Whitby Newtown, Whitby Newtown Leisure Centre. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it kind of taps into that. There's places like that, right? The late eighties, early nineties. That was it feels the setting is quite apt for its time. Um, yeah, I mean it is very nice. As soon as I put it on, like it, it, even the colours. I don't know. There was something about the colours yeah. and stuff. It just yeah. like it was definitely the nineties when this and happened. You know, a set of uh, like comedy characters. All of the people that work in the leisure centre have got something a bit like. All about them, quirky. Yeah. So the lady on reception is always crying because she's got that hilarious situation of being abandoned by her husband, and she's suffering uh-huh. from postnatal depression. What a what a lovely set that it. is. <laughs> and it she is. has a can, baby can in a drawer. <laughs> that's right. That's what I was going to say. Is it went on the babies that you had one in a drawer or something? Wasn't yeah, they didn't they didn't mention it in this, but like yeah, no. there's a baby in the drawer behind her. Not great. Yeah, she has to bring her <laughs> babies to work and stuff like that. Um, and the other one that I remember is, is lovely, sexy Linda. Mm-hmm. Remember her? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, quite good, good character, isn't it? Do you, you think yeah. it's sexy because of the sportswear? Of course. Definitely. She's near <laughs> the swimming baths. Well, you go in there. in it. Exactly. <laughs> there, there was a gay couple in it as well, wasn't there? Tim and Gavin. Yeah, the... It's only like referred to in this rather or like inferred 
And as soon well, as it yeah, started, it's, I think it's obvious to it? It's obvious, yeah. But as soon as it started, I was like, oh, it's, I hope this isn't like really bad taste. We didn't go there. I don't yeah. know whether it does in the next episodes or not. Basically, yeah. they're trying uh-huh. to swap their shifts around so they can have time off together. And they're like, oh, well, we like spending time together and then give themselves yeah. a little glance. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, that's okay. But I hope there's not any kind of crass bits that come after that. But there wasn't. But that's when uh-huh. the other fella joins in, the young lad, Andy, or whatever he's called, who wants to be on the table tennis rotor. Uh, yeah. And basically the source of frustration and comedy, I guess, in this episode is that he's put together quite a, a strict timetable of people's staff times, people's rotors, and where they're working in the leisure centre. And they don't like it. That's the point. That's where you know, it comes from. He's yeah. used some kind of like graph or something like that to do the shifts, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, basically, Gordon Britus just upsets everybody, doesn't he? Throughout yeah. the program. And, and then he, doesn't he realize right at the start, he upsets his own kids when the, he tries to show them how to play cricket <laughs> and stuff like that, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and one of them hit him on the leg with the cricket bat or something like that. Yeah. So, so he's, he takes he's, he's just an incompetent. It's almost as if he just. I don't know. He's just self-centered, and he just he goes about his business just in the way that he'd like to do, regardless as to whether he's upsetting anybody or. You think it's you know, an influence on care. Kirby enthusiasm? What you've <laughs> described is the exact premise of Kirby enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it was a bit of an influence on you know um, Alan Partridge and stuff like that. This wasn't it. That's yeah, what I guess. Heard, he's but... got the same jacket on. He's got he's got the same jacket. He's and obviously he's very sort of militaristic as well, isn't he? Yes. It, the, the the title credits are him sort of you know training and working out and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that to military yeah. music. Yeah. And he kind of it's not inferred that, that he's in the yeah, army is that or in anything. The story that he's like he's come out of the army and he's doing all of this kind I, of or he just I thinks he not, should be. Certainly not nothing in this episode that that we've watched will sort of yeah. imply that, will it? It's almost like he's uh, you know Britas it's like Britain it's that type of thing, like stiff upper lips. Yeah, it's probably like oh, little, just like little England British kind guy. of thing, isn't it? Um, uh-huh. But I think I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. Like, it was. Uh, there's some good lines it in it. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got that surreal bit where he, uh, that fella's up on the walls <laughs> throwing the sharpened table tennis bats at him before trying to crush him with a, uh, with a table tennis table yeah, that he'd strapped the to the roof. Ten- <laughs> It's because he puts him on pool duty or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Is that where it is? He wants to be table tennis. He puts him on pool duty. And he's like, you put yeah, us on pool to... duty, but I'm a table tennis man. I played yeah. in the county championships under t- 12s league and all of that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah. well, I we haven't even got table tennis. we got it's a waste of money. He says, <laughs> he, says uh, he says, I've got better things to spend money on than people hitting a small ball over a two-inch net. <laughs> That's it. The other bit that I thought was was really funny as well was pretty much the same scene where he's he's like talking to various members of staff and something like that. And he takes one of them aside and he says, Look, we kind of have you next to the pool because of your stuff that's in your records. And the boss, but what what are you talking about? You know, yeah, you know, it's in the records there. Well, no, I don't. You know, you're you're sexually transmitted disease. 
not a sexually transmitted disease. But then the guy's like, sexually transmitted. And then he shouts at the other person over. (laughs) He's like, that's not me, that's Damien. He's like, Damien. (laughs) The cat's out the back. (laughs) Exactly. That, That made us... That made us laugh out loud. That bit. Yeah. That, that was There's really a couple cool. of bits that I thought were really funny, and the characters like just one of those classic characters. I think like it works. Doesn't matter yeah. whether it's the '90s, 2000s, 70s, or whatever. It's just that that guy that's so obnoxious and doesn't realize that he is. Um, I thought it was good. Brett, we're going to run he's out of time. Good. He's good in this, isn't he, Chris Barry's as well. He's, he's like I think he's, great. he's obviously created the the character and stuff like that. Yeah. And his voice, he's great voice. voice. Yeah, his nasal like voice, I think it's great. Let's have a little break, come back in five minutes, okay. and we'll uh, finish this off. And we'll I've got a, a quiz and some music. See you. Ooh. Hey Cliff, would you like some breaking news? Okay. John Dahl Thomason has today left his position as Blackburn <laughs> Rovers head coach <laughs> by mutual consent. <laughs> Thought he there might. you go. <laughs> Fair and enough. In in the little time that we've, we're talking, they've also appointed a new manager. Instantly. Oh, who is it? John Eustace or someone. All oh, right, okay, the one who Rooney uh, ousted at Birmingham. <laughs> yes, that's him. All so right, yeah, okay. Oh, they well. things move quite quickly, don't they? Well, I you know. they do, they do. Um, they do. but we, I think we're finished talking about British Empire. What do you think? I think, I think so. I mean, it was overall, it was just. It was an. It was nice to watch it back. It was funny in places and stuff, mm. and I thought that uh, Chris Barry was good, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I've got a, a quiz for you about nineties mm. British sitcoms. Ooh. I think it's quite easy. I think you should be able to uh, do all right in it. Oh, I hate it when you say that. Let us get it. Let us get it. Go on, get it. Oh, go on, go on. Are you told us not to touch anything. She um, said. <laughs> right. So five questions. All I want yes. you to do is tell me the name of the sitcom. All right. Okay. I will. I will I'm going to give it. you. I'm going to mime it to you, and you'll just have to tell me the name of the sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a description. Uh, Number uh-huh. one. Mm. This show was set in a fictional Oxfordshire village, and starred Dawn French as Geraldine Granger. Right. That was the one where she was the. Priestess. Is it a priestess? Uh, a high priestess, yeah. A high priestess, yes, it was a high priestess. What was what was that called again? Oh, fucking well, that is literally a job is, and the place is the I know what you're going to see. It's on the tip of me tongue. What was it called? Ah, oh, you can't hell. remember I, it. Tell, I, I, I know where it is. I, I can't remember what the name is it oh, it's just a game unfortunately that's the, the game um it's oh the, the big hour of dibley yeah it's, it's entered you see that's how my <laughs> mind works <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right go. nice one okay so this 1990 sitcom starred mm-hmm. dennis waterman as tony carpenter a self-made man who had turned his mini cab firm into a chauffeur service and was became a millionaire no, I don't know this. He also one. sang the theme tune. Obviously, obviously <laughs> he did. It's also a Hammer film with him. Eh? Is a it Dracula one? Right. Oh, is he's, it? He's, uh, he's in a Dracula Does one. Does he sing right? the theme tune to that? <laughs> he doesn't sing the theme tune. Quite funny if he did that. A Dracula one. <laughs> it would. 
<laughs> Dracula. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. All right. No, I don't know this one. This is called I'm on the up. It's called on the oh, up. I remember the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't write the show, but he did write the theme tune. So what does that tell you, Bob? <laughs> exactly. Has it in his contract that he's got to write the theme tune? Actually, he? this next one is quite difficult. Uh so oh, what? you said it was easy. I know I've just realized this one is is quite left field. So this right, okay. ran between 1992 and 1994. Uh-huh. Um it's about a family led mm. by patriarch George Costigan. Do you know who that is? No. I love George Costigan. He's he's Bob from Rita Sue and Bob Two and many other things. All oh, right, okay. Yes, um, I, I that's know. George Costigan. He's a, quite an accomplished painter these days. Is he? Mm-hmm. But like Vic Reeves. Yeah. Uh, so this family moves into a new home that's occupied by the ghost of previous resident, a middle-aged Jewish mother called Yetta Feldman. <laughs> it sounds great. And they, it does sound good. Basically, they try and uh, reunite... Exercise. The exerciser. They try and reunite the lady with uh, our estranged daughter called Carol. So basically, they try and right. help her out. And then I think she says, I'll, I'll fuck off if you find her. And so I can say sorry <laughs> to her, whatever. Um, can you remember it at all? No, I can't remember that at all. Honestly, can I? It's called So Haunt No idea. Me. So Haunt Me. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we should watch so that. I think I'll watch that one with the family in the 90s. <laughs> I, think I remember not. it being on, but I, I wasn't like family viewing, that's for sure. <laughs> um, right, <laughs> was one. the tits. Let's get back on track. <laughs> I just meant it was something that we all sat down to watch. <laughs> um, fourth one, this should mm-hmm. get you back on track. Nicholas Lindhurst starred as Gary Sparrow, who time traveled back to the 1940s wartime London where he started an affair. <laughs> yes, my dad used to like this one. But once again, in typical Brit style, the title of it has escaped oh, my mind. Yeah. Oh, dear. I um, thought you'd get this one. Oh, what the fuck was that called, man? Because As Time Goes By or something like that, was that? What no, was? that is about is two old people. <laughs> is it? Starring oh, Annette, go on, tell Annette us, somebody and this? Jeffrey. What's that guy? Jeffrey's got big jowls. Jeffrey Palmer yeah. and uh, Annette, somebody can't remember her name. Uh, that's as time goes by anyway. Um right. This is called, called? Good, good night, sweetheart. Good night, sweetheart, yes. Yes. Went on for a I long mean, time. I, I, I would have watched it with my dad and stuff. I, I never liked it. Like it was crap. But my dad liked it. Probably because he liked only fools and horses at the time, I think. Yeah, I think he was Lindhurst was massive at the time, right? Yeah, I think he like people liked that show because of that, but it bit of a strange premise. In Frasier or something. No. Yeah, he's pretty good actually. He plays like as an old uh college professor who's like always right. on the whiskey. <laughs> good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite good. Like it's it's good series. I thought it was gonna be crap, but it actually turned out to be pretty good. Right, uh-huh. fifth one. Let's see if you can get this. From the right as okay. of so haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this start. <laughs> Uh, this was about two sisters whose husbands are sent to prison for armed robbery and are forced to live together. It was that birds of a feather. <laughs> it is birds of a feather, yeah. It is. How did you still get haven't that? done that either. Have we? No. 
<laughs> no, we haven't. We went, uh, we went through a, a stage of t- just talking about that, I think. We were supposed to be talking <laughs> about other it. things. <laughs> Still never watched Talking it. about Dorian and stuff. Uh-huh. I feel like the, this writer, because uh, obviously Dorian is the Jewish neighbour. I think there's something in that where this the Jewish, the dead Jewish middle-aged yeah. woman and the other one. Uh-huh. The writer's onto something there. There must be something in that, wasn't there? <laughs> she was always in light role, wasn't she, Dorian? You know always what? exercising. Do you something. remember she did a raunchy uh, performance of Like a Virgin? Yes, yes, I do remember. <laughs> it's imprinted on my mind, yes. Of course, yeah. <laughs> there was Lycra involved there. <laughs> of course, yeah. That that was quite funny. I, I can imagine, right, looking back, if we watch it again, it would be fucking awful, wouldn't it? It'd be terrible. But she was like the older lady next door, right? That was always after the men. But she was after she, young men, wasn't she? Yeah, but she's uh she can't have been that old because I mean she's still knocking about now, right? And it's like 30 years later. <laughs> so she can't have been uh, that old when it was on. No, but the whole premise not, was she was not. like too old for the men that she was after. Yeah. Um she's just like a temptress, wasn't she? Or a MILF, I think it would call her now. Temperance. Yeah, it was keeping up appearances anyway. That that one was the best one. Uh yes. Uh you've abandoned was, that. I know I'd went for I'm So honest. Haunt Me instead. <laughs> Did you? It was either So Haunt Me or that, was it? <laughs> if you had said like the bouquet woman, oh they got there straight away, wouldn't they? Yeah. I used to like another yeah. one as well. It was called Coupling, I think. Coupling. Yeah, I'm sure it was called Coupling. It was on like BBC Two and stuff like that, or Couples, something like that. And that was pretty good. They didn't make many in that. That's a little later also, than this, though, right? That's the. It's still the 90s. Still in the 90s, I'm sure it was. And also, you've abandoned that one um, that also used to be on um, BBC Two as well, with that blonde lass in. With the chase Game the on. Actor and the second. Yeah. What, why not? Game on. Graham on because that's like too cool. Isn't it? You're talking about cool ones. I'm talking about Sunday night BBC <laughs> ones. It's too cool. <laughs> these too are all cool. Sunday night BBC ones, right? Uh, the ones that uh, you're talking uh, about are ones we actually would have watched on our own. <laughs> like, well, yeah, uh-huh. that was um, quite good. That was Nick Gear one. Yeah, it was Ben Chaplin at first in the first mm-hmm. series. Is the agri- He was like. Cool guy who always had loads of tall tales, but was agoraphobic and wouldn't ever go out with flat. So he had to get That's lodgers it, yeah. in to help him pay the rent because he didn't have a job. You'd have like surfboards and stuff in his room and things. But you he would be like wearing, get dressed up in the light dress and that, but would never go out. Yeah. Uh-huh. What was this? I used song? to like that one. When I Get to Heaven, like the Gigolo Ants, I think was the. Uh, yeah, it's theme. a good song, that one, isn't it? Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that I like that show. It was, that was good, but it was especially when we were like teenagers, it was like that and mended uh-huh. him badly, and a couple of other things were all kind of similar. Vibe. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's just like um, on a Friday on on BBC Two, like after nine, it would always be like three programs or whatever, like comedy programs. Yeah. So it'd be like oh, you know, could be bottom or something like that, or you know, the day to day or. That's how I started watching that because on a, you knew on a Friday on BBC Two it was like comedy night type thing. She's back. She's back. Didn't She's go back. out. Hello. You didn't go out. I got changed. I got already. Oh, I'll see you in five minutes. Or... Mm-hmm. 
We're almost done. Okay, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> She's back. Thought better of going She's out back. this time of night. Yeah, well, there you go. But yeah, it used to be like... Um, well, yeah, shooting stars. Every Friday, there, right? it, would, it would be something different, you know. And that's how that's definitely how I, I watched I, like the first Alan Partridge and, and mm-hmm. stuff because I knew that there would be something funny on from yeah. like nine till half ten, and that's how I caught that. There's a new Partridge series coming out, apparently. Yeah, I've just read it. Or he's just, just read it. he's come back from ten months in Saudi Arabia or something. Is the premise of it? <laughs> is that the premise? Is it? Back well, what I am looking forward to uh, watching Cliff is that because you know I like the game Fallout, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is, times. but yeah, you don't know what it is, but they're making a TV uh, series about it. So I think what's it comes the, out in what's April that about? It's it's a post-apocalyptic sort of world where like atomic bombs have gone off mm-hmm. and people are um, are living in vaults on like sort okay. of under the ground to protect them. And then they, they come out into the wide world to see what the the world's like. I like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, well, the game's meant. So and I'm what sure. You, like what have you got to do that. in the game? It's it, it's like it's you're just wondering about you, you. You sort of leave the vaults and you just explore the wastelands and stuff like that. So it's get like exploration. Ah, no you get up to no good. You get up to no if if that takes your fancy, Cliff, you can certainly get up to no pick good. Picking up the, the rocks game and that. Fallout. Throw them around. You can pick up rocks, you can all fight with death claws, okay, stuff yeah. like that. But there's a, a fella in that you like, isn't it? I'm trying to Walton Goggins. Oh, that's not him. all right. Yeah, I like him. He's good. Good you character, like him, actor. don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's in it. He plays a ghoul, I think. So okay. But we should do that when it comes up comes out anyway. Okay, I like that. Um I've just read tonight, and I hope it was a joke, that they're remaking Cape Fear with Tom Hardy, and it comes out next month. <laughs> I also saw a, a, a sort of poster for it, but yeah. I thought it was just a joke. It looked like a spoof, didn't it? Because it looked like the yeah. other poster, but saying it was Tom Hardy. I thought it was just like a fan art thing. I hope but it stays. I, I could be wrong. I hope it stays like that. <laughs> I know. Imagine I mean, Tom Hardy's you know, accent and that all the voices he'd be able to do in that. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tom Hardy. I, I you don't particularly like him, do you? I don't think. But I like him. But can't understand. Uh, we've had two KPIs already, haven't we? I know. Like you we know don't need mean? another one. <laughs> no, we don't need another one. I keep Definitely thinking don't. we should do our favorite. Uh-huh. I think we should. We'll do it next week if you want, or next time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. Probably don't even need to watch it, but I'll probably watch the other one as well. Watch both. I've only seen the the black and white one once. It's Robert Mitchum, isn't it? Mitchum, yeah. Who's yeah. in the Scorsese one? He is in the Scorsese one. He's a lawyer in it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's the one who he, he pays to beat up Max yeah. Cady. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, I don't know. How old do you think De Niro was in that film? Was he like 46 or something? Was he? he's ripped the fuck. He's ripped. Did he actually get the tattoos? Probably did. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love that if he actually got the tattoos. (laughs) Guilty. Well, let's talk about it next time. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. Uh, Right. We've got some music. Yes. Yes. We have music. We've got music from the shop window this Mm -hmm, week. Yeah. They're from Maidstone, Kent. I think we've had them on before. I'm sure we have. I don't think we have. I, don't I think so. we'll have, you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll have. And uh, this is the new single, I Run, 
And it's from the third album, which is coming out soon, I think, called Day's Dream. Yeah, I like this. Also, new lad at work who I've just hired from Maidstone, Kent. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There Maybe you go knows then. Exactly. Could do. <laughs> Could do. Who knows? All right. Well, here's the shop window. Speak to you next time, Brett. See you later. Bye-bye. See you later, mate. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.